How can entrepreneurs stop being dependent on a single source of income by trading and investing in the financial market? My name is Joachim Alsta and I welcome you to Financial Success Secrets. This episode is a continuation of the previous ones. What is Mark Douglas teaching us in his book Trading in the Zone? If you're a little bit confused about what you should do, I can understand why. Let us see if we can bring some clarity. Douglas is telling us that we would benefit from adjusting our attitudes and beliefs about trading in such a way that we can trade without the slightest bit of fear. While you learn to deal with the emotions, you need to have a system and follow the rules of that framework. You need to ensure you don't become heedless of danger or the consequences of your actions. If one trade is causing you a loss, fine, no problem. You should not care about the results of each individual trade and the system or framework you have will help you in not becoming overconfident and take on more risk than appropriate. Trading is in a certain way a paradox. You are in complete control of everything you do. It is a huge freedom. The curse is that there are no external rules or boundaries by nature to guide or structure your behavior. You need self-control and decide for yourself to follow certain rules, at least if you want to experience consistent, positive results. The structure you need to guide your behavior has to originate in your own mind, as a conscious act based on your own free will to do so. Douglas says he has yet to encounter someone interested in trading who wants to start right away by creating a set of rules. The unwillingness to create rules might not be obvious. You might agree on one hand that rules make sense, but you really have no intention of doing whatever is being suggested. Some people think this way because they might have a clear idea, at least it seems so to them. They don't have the experience yet, so they do what they believe is the right thing to do. Thus, the resistance to follow rules can be intense. Douglas explores how our years of growth impacts our trading mindset. Most of our beliefs and reaction patterns was shaped as we grew up as a result of choices made by others and us forming our behavior based on what is going on in the social context around us. For some people, many denied impulses were never reconciled. If this is the case, these impulses will exist inside of us as frustration, anger, guilt, disappointment or even hatred. The accumulation of these negative feelings act as a force inside us to resist anything that denies us the freedom to do and be whatever we want when we want. Freedom of creative expression, endless opportunities, this might be the very reason we are attracted to trading in the first place. However, it is the very same reason we feel a natural resistance to creating the kind of rules and boundaries that can appropriately guide our behavior. Douglas' solution to being successful is half about eliminating fear, and the other half is the need to develop conditions that limits and restricts ourselves from taking inappropriate behavior. If you don't learn to control yourself, then being successful by getting profits might be the most dangerous position to be in as a trader. 
traders experience the most losses when they become reckless in a state of good feeling. To develop your mindset and psychology, to have an attitude that sets yourself up for success will give you better overall results as compared to being an expert in analysis or certain techniques. Consistency is created by focusing on developing a trader's mindset. That explains why many people don't succeed with investing and trading in the financial markets. Douglas wants to keep us away of the trap that we believe that we believe we can make more money by learning about the markets. Instead, we will get what we want by thinking like traders. Let us have a look at what Douglas explains is an ideal set of trading beliefs and attitudes. First of all, a person with such a mindset believes that there's no possible way to avoid a loss, because losing is a natural consequence of trading. Secondly, an ideal trading mindset has completely accepted the risk, meaning that the trader has considered and accounted for all of what would otherwise be the unacceptable possibilities in the market's behavior, both financially and emotionally. It is unlikely that he would experience a deterioration of his attitude. If the trade is lost, she will simply go to the next trade. Only the very best traders have acquired the perspective described by Douglas. That is because it is a fundamental shift in attitude that accounts for their success, not some brilliant realization about the market, as most people erroneously assume. The implications are that if we haven't learned to accept the inherent risk of trading and don't know how to guard ourselves against making instantaneous shifts from joy to pain and vice versa, then these natural behaviors and mindset of ours will lead to us blaming the market for our results instead of taking responsibility for them. Even though most people that trade consider themselves responsible adults, only the very best traders have reached a point where they accept complete responsibility for the outcome of any particular trade. Mark Douglas tells us that if you have ever found yourself blaming the market or feeling betrayed, then you have not given enough consideration to the implications of what it means to play a zero-sum game. Any degree of blaming means that you have not fully accepted the reality that the market owes you nothing, regardless of what you want or think or how much effort you put into the trading. The market's purpose is to separate you from your money. But in this process of doing so, it also provides you with an endless stream of opportunities for you to take money from it. All of this means that taking responsibility means believing that all of your outcomes are self-generated and that your results are based on three things, your interpretations of the market information, the decisions you make and the actions you take as a result. Taking anything less than complete responsibility sets up two major psychological obstacles that will block your success. First, you will establish an adversarial relationship with the market that takes you out of the constant flow of opportunities. Second, you will mislead yourself into believing that your trading problems and lack of success can be rectified through market analysis. The market is full of opportunities. You are not fighting the market, but fighting you. Developing a winning attitude 
is the key to your success. Mark Douglas doesn't disagree with the fact that you can argue that some traders lose because they don't understand enough about the market and therefore they usually pick the wrong trades. His experience is that traders with a poor trading mindset and losing attitudes pick on the wrong trades regardless of how much they know about the markets. In any case, the results are the same. They lose. According to Douglas, the opposite case is that traders with winning attitudes who know almost nothing about the markets can pick winners. When they know a lot about the markets, that will enable them to pick even more and better winners. Thanks for tuning into this episode and check back in on the next one to learn more from Mark Douglas. If you want to learn more about how you can get more money for joyful experiences and free up time to be more with friends and family, please visit our website catchingsecrets.com. That is K A T C H I N G secrets.com. Catchingsecrets.com. Disclaimer, trading and investing are high-risk activities. I never give advice. I only share my experience and what is working for me. Do your own research before taking any action and invest and trade only with money you can afford to lose.